0: I gotta open my white cloth one second. (laughs) Hi, I'm Taylor and I'm Maddie and it's time for another episode of Sisters Who Posh. We are
1: two sisters who recently joined the Poshmark app and are getting started on our reselling journey.
0: We will be sharing our best tips and tricks along the way
1: as well as setting goals and updating our progress as we turn our hobby into profits.
0: Hello, hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Sisters Who Posh. We are back today with another
1: segment of our sourcing series. We're back with part three, Retail Arbitrage.
0: Yes, you thought the sourcing (laughs) series was over? No, 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 no. We got back with part three. (laughs) Yes. And uh, honestly, one of our new favorite ways to source. So For sure. Honestly, you could replace this one with part one. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we
1: wanted to give a little bit of a disclaimer that um, now that, you know, in some areas stores are opening back up and we are able to source other ways we are finding we're not really using mystery boxes too much um but it really is a great way if you really don't have any other options for like, going out to a goodwill or going out to a store um
0: yeah like maybe if you lived in a very remote area that would be a great true to product to you or if you had uh some limitations as far as like transportation.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: or if there's, you know, a global pandemic going on, all <laughs> you know, the stores closed down. That was <laughs> definitely a game changing way for us then. Yes. But now that the stores are open, like Maddie said, yeah, neither of us are really sourcing mystery boxes per se anymore. Um, and I would say, like, too, I think even if when I have sourced on Poshmark since we recorded that episode, like most of it's been um not in a mystery box. I've just been finding like a good deal on something at like Poshmark that I think I can flip. Gotcha. sense? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Without any further ado, part three is all about retail arbitrage. Got to build up the fanfare. You know?
1: Ooh, yes. It's very <laughs> deserving of the fanfare. Yes. So but, first, we oh. just wanted to. Uh, e- uh. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. First, we just wanted to go over the different types of retail arbitrage. So basically, where you could go. Hold
0: your horses. Oh, no. Before we get into a retail arbitrage. Maddie, how's your week going? What's new on Poshmark? What's going on?
1: Pretty well. Honestly, this week has been a little bit slower on sales, um, but I'm still like listing stuff on Mercari, and having some sales on Poshmark. Um, I think the big news of Poshmark today, they released the tickets for Poshfest 2020. Let's go. Oh, yeah. October 2nd? October 3rd?
0: 2nd and 3rd. Wow. I think it's... Right around the corner.
1: Yeah. It's fully virtual. They have an option that's literally free, where you can go to all of the like main events for free. And then they have... like a $25 um, ticket price that like you can get into some breakout sessions and do some networking and then also get like a swag bag. So we are definitely going to be signing up for that, um, both yes. of us. And we're, we're so excited, excited to go to our first PoshFest. I know it's virtual, so everyone's bummed, but we're just excited to go. We're excited. <laughs> yeah,
0: last year with, in October, neither of us were doing any reselling on Posh yeah. Mark, so this is our first one that we'd be able to attend even it being virtual yeah. and i'm like uh so sad because after after joining Park this spring um I, I found out on instagram that they that they do this year annual every year posh fest convention usually in person yeah. where all like the resellers that want to attend can buy a ticket and go down and you know uh attend different like keynote speeches and just different I don't know what to even do there, but it looked really fun. Um, And last year it was in downtown Phoenix, which is like right where I live at the convention center. Like God, seriously, like, I, like probably we don't want to disclose
1: where you live we don't <laughs> want to disclose where I close. live
0: but it's like we're talking close <laughs> oh my gosh
1: um, we were one year late <laughs>
0: we were one year late I know I'm like I was here I was here but I didn't even know like this whole community was in town here like right in my neighborhood we could have held
1: like an after party like, I know
0: I could have <sighs> been, like the cool one that's like oh you guys we need to go like
1: Fresh enough. Yeah. Fresh
0: enough. You guys can come over. Um but <laughs> yeah, like we have any friends. <laughs> what about just you and me? Yeah, so I don't know. We I just have we're just really excited to even attend the virtual one. Um but yeah, it's kind of a sore spot that so close yet so far. <laughs> uh, um that's awesome. Yeah, we definitely need to go. We yes. definitely need to go. Um what are the options again? You said there's a free version and then they are selling a ticket.
1: They are selling a ticket for $25 where you get some like goodies and you get access to some like breakout sessions with smaller groups. And then I think some networking opportunities as well. So um, I think I I was really surprised by that price point. I thought it was going to be a lot more expensive. So, I mean, for $25 extra, I think
0: think um, we might have to do it. I think we (laughs) might have
1: to splurge and we'll definitely be reporting back
0: um we'll definitely um, do a recap end. episode that goes but coming up just a month and a half away <laughs> how's your week going it's going good um i am like in the trenches right now with <laughs> <laughs> with listing some new items i've been sourcing up a storm um our our younger sister macy who was the guest on the last episode just moved back to town here um in phoenix and uh She also has a Poshmark Classic like we talked about last week. And her and I have already been to Goodwill now twice together. And then I went this morning. But I've also been working a lot at work lately. So it's been kind of backed up as far as listing. And neither Maddie or I really have, like, lighting setups. Like, I know some people, like,
1: for their reselling
0: business, have, like, box lights or ring lights. But neither of us do. So I'm, like, reliant on the sun to take the (laughs) pictures. So it's always, like, I get home from work and I'm, like, ah. it's too dark yeah so uh today I'm off work and I've been catching up on all the listings I just took pictures for like 48 items oh my gosh
1: <laughs> that's crazy none
0: of them are edited or posted yet or like I haven't found the stock photo yeah in the description so still a lot of work ahead to get those live on my Poshmark but it feels good having the pictures taken yeah and now I can Put them in my inventory because they are taking over my apartment <laughs> yeah. once more. Yeah. <laughs> um, Exciting! Yeah, so that's been kind of new. Just getting kind of back into the sourcing. I feel like I haven't before this week. I think I hadn't. I think I hadn't sourced since like the end of July, maybe. Oh, really? I that, but I think it's been a while. So I had um, at my
1: goodwill. They have like once a month customer appreciation day on the 15th, and the 15th fell on a Saturday. And there's usually a line at the Goodwill. This time, it was insane. The line was so long. It was bonkers. Everyone was out getting their deals, but... um, I did end up finding some stuff and it was a good deal. So I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll definitely be back on the customer appreciation day, but it was insane how many people were there. What's of cool. the
0: offer again for customer appreciation day?
1: It's like um, kind of one of those like step ones. So if you spend 15, you get 15% off, you spend 20, 20% off, you spend 25, 25% off. So it's a pretty good deal. They did give me like a, a receipt too that set or like a, coupon too, once I checked out, that was like, if you want to come back tomorrow, you can get 20% off. And it was just like, well, I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I would have done it. <laughs> I know. I, I'm like, kind of wish I would have, but maybe next time now that I know. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, awesome. Well, I know we just spent a lot of time talking about goodwill. That definitely is one of our favorites to source, <laughs> but This episode is all about retail arbitrage, which I just like saying. It sounds like a...
1: It sounds like a spy, like... Yeah.
0: Secret agent. (laughs) Yes. So (laughs) basically what retail arbitrage is, is rather than buying things at like a thrift store or secondhand store to resell, you're buying new items from like an actual like brick and mortar retail store. Yeah. Um, um, usually like a clearance or a sale, uh, but you buy the items actually from the items actually from a store and then you resell them for profit on your Poshmark. Yeah. Um, so there's a few different types of stores that you can source using retail arbitrage. Maddie, do you want to go over the first one? You're kind of the queen of this one. Okay.
1: <laughs> the first one is like kind of like a resale store, like TJ Maxx, um, Nordstrom Rack, Marshalls, that kind of store where they have like a bunch of different brands all in one spot at a discounted price. Um, This is definitely like our favorite to like. We just like shopping at like TJ Maxx personally. Yes. So it's like I'm already here. Um, But yeah, we've found we've had really good luck. They are having like a big sale at TJ Maxx and Marshalls right now. So tons of stuff on clearance for basically like goodwill prices but like yeah. new would tag. so um that's been
0: really exciting yeah it's good to get the new tags items listed in your closet um because i feel like you can sell them for a little more than when you find them secondhand obviously it just kind of sure. gets that little extra edge the second type of retail arbitrage store there are like these stores there's one in Phoenix here. I, I think they're, they have them other places too, obviously. But they're called Last Chance. I think it's like a Nordstrom. It's like Nordstrom Rack's Nordstrom Rack, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's like, uh, I think it's where they send garments that are like returned without tags or items that have lost their tags. Usually the items at Last Chance do not have their tags still on them or there's yeah. some type of damage to the item. Um, But you can find really, really good brands there at, like, a really good price. Um, So when I went sourcing there, I found um, just a bunch of – they had, like, Madewell Jeans, Good American Jeans. um, Nice. Just really good brands. The only thing is, like, the ones that I bought, they were in perfect condition. They just didn't have the tags on them anymore. So that's why they were for sale at last chance. Gotcha. Um, I think – they also have like a sale going on sometimes. Like I think the day I was there it was similar to Goodwill, where it was like the tags all had colors and, like the green tags were half off or something mm. like that. So, nice. Uh, but yeah, it's a good place to go and get really good brands at a really good price. There, I will have to say, we'll get more to that. The, the tips and the pros and cons, but the organization is a little bit <laughs> not organized. Not there. <laughs> yeah.
1: The next place you could do retail arbitrage is at just like a traditional retail store. Um, Maybe they're having a really good sale or have a really big like clearance, like change of season clearance going on that you could find some really good items for um, a really good price point as well.
0: Yes. I've even heard of people doing um, for retail stores, especially like shopping the off season item. And then even sometimes like I mean, you could just list them now too, but then like relisting them when you actually get to that season. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: I'm um, sure people do it on like Black Friday. kind of yes. sales as Well,
0: yeah, definitely. And then the fourth t- place you can do retail arbitrage is just shopping online. Um, so you can just check like the clearance section of like a retail store um, on their online store True. and find good deals that way. I will say, I think part of the benefit of like shopping in person at like TJ Maxx or even like a clearance section of the retail store or last chance. Mm
1: -hmm. Like
0: if it's online, that means that there's usually like a high quantity of it or they wouldn't have it listed online. So Mm. I feel like you're not going to find the, like the hidden one good item that like, because I think at the store, like, okay, I work at a retail store (laughs) and sometimes it's like when, when you just have like one item that's, that's been hanging around your store for a while, you'll just like force mark it down in the store. Even the you know what I mean? Like where yeah. for some reason, this one really good item has hung around for a while and made its way throughout your store. And then someone in the building just makes a decision like, okay, we're going to mark this item down in our store. It, it might not even be clearance at other stores. Sure. And I think when you are shopping retail arbitrage at in person, you can take advantage of those deals of finding like, okay, they just have this last one left and they just don't have a place to put it. So they're marking it down. Yeah. Whereas online that is going to be less likely. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. But still could find a good deal. Yeah. So
1: next we'll be going over our tips for retail arbitrage so our first tip is to research when these stores are having like biannual sales or as Taylor mentioned, last chance when they're having sales, anything like that. So you can get even more of a discount. So um, I think I might've mentioned it, but TJ Maxx and Marshalls are having their biannual sale right now, kind of depending on your store it might be going on um, currently, or it might've just ended, but basically they are just marking down a lot of summer things that they would deem summer items um, with a red tag and then a few weeks later they'll keep marking it down and then they'll finally mark it down with a yellow tag. And if you see a yellow tag at TJ Maxx or Marshalls, that means that's the lowest price it's going to go. So if it's something you're interested in and the price is good, that would be the time to take it is the yellow tag. So just being aware of the different sales that are going on and you could kind of plan your sourcing around that. Yes.
0: Yeah. I know we kind of lucked out cause we just got into retail arbitrage right during this season where TJ Maxx and Marshall's are having their sale. So, yeah. um, that's something like going forward, especially both of us were, were able to f- source some really good items at like the TJ Maxx and Marshalls sale. Um, So like, we're definitely want to keep an eye out for the next time the sale runs around. For sure. Definitely. Um, Our next tip is similar to Goodwill, um, like we mentioned in our thrifting episode, but making sure if you can, you go in the morning. Um, That is always when the stock team is usually putting out the new items or completing Mm -hmm. like the new markdowns. Maybe they're switching some tags from that red price point to that final yellow price point. And plus the items available in the store are going to be less picked over. Yes. And then, yeah. So, and then going off that, um, if you can try to go on a weekday, Um, like I said, I do work retail (laughs) and typically like the weekdays are the days where the team will be working on like the tasks of marking things down. Uh, On the weekends, usually we're just focused on like customer servicing and just, you know, You kind of spend your whole week gearing up for that weekend. So on the weekdays, that's like the best day to to, to show up and shop because a lot of times they'll be doing the prep work for the sale, but you're not having to deal with like the long lines and the other customers in store looking at your same items on the weekends. For
1: sure. I would even say like if you work like a nine to five and you can't go in the morning on a weekday and you're listening and you're like, well, now I can't even do this. Like I would say even going like on a weekday at night, might be better than going on a Saturday. But I mean, it's just like a spectrum. It's not like...
0: Yeah, anytime you go, you'll be able to find stuff. It's just like a little bit of a tip to either check in the morning or check on a weekday. Definitely.
1: Our next tip, same with all of our other sourcing um, strategies, is to just always be conscious of the cost per item, Um, making sure you'll be able to flip the item for a reasonable profit and um, taking advantage of those sales when you do see them. So the biannual sales, like we talked about, the color of the week at last chance, things like that, um, that will help bring your cost per item down and increase your
0: profit per item. Definitely. Definitely. Our next tip, same again as the thrift store, but you got to check your comps on the items you're planning to purchase before you leave the store. Yeah. That just helps both of us feel a lot more confident in the items that we're picking up. Um, and another thing, especially when you're sourcing retail arbitrage is, um, you want to also check not even just the comps, but making sure that you take the time to check how saturated that item is on Poshmark. Um. I know like both of us, when we went to like TJ Maxx, they have tons of like free people and it's all new with tags. And you're kind of like, I just want to get one of everything. Like, yeah, I feel good about this. I think even kind of a good rule of thumb there is like, if there's like 10 of the same dress at TJ Maxx, maybe that would be an indication that it didn't perform well. In the traditional store. Yeah. In the traditional store. And then it probably since now they are so many of them marked down at TJ Max, it's like also going to be oversaturated on Poshmark, which means you may still be able to sell it, but you're gonna have a lot more unless you're just like
1: the luckiest person alive and found the (laughs) 10 dresses that are awesome. But yeah, that's a good rule of thumb. If it's like if you see a lot of the same item at TJ Maxx, like it's not really a hidden gem.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um but yeah checking the comps, it's like that's the things we're looking for. We're like how much is this this same item? How much has it been selling for? um checking also like I think a tip uh when you are checking comps and you are sh- sourcing through retail arbitrage and you do have a new tags item that you're considering buying checking the comps and sorting it by like condition new with tags so you can see how that same item is performing when it does have its tags because sometimes yeah. that can look a little bit different too uh and you can check like to s- since these items
1: are new with tags, sometimes they're still selling at the like original store. So checking if it's still on their website, that's kind of a good sign. I would say um, that this is like a current style. It's not an older style too.
0: And once in a while, I mean, I know we're, we're giving tips. We're telling you check the comps and yes, that's important, but it's like also sometimes hopefully you're getting a really great new item that isn't, you might run into a situation where you find a great. Uh, oh my gosh. Like,
1: Can I talk about the jeans? <laughs> yeah, yeah, talk about that. Okay, so I went to TJ, or I think it was TJ Maxx or Marshall's, I don't know. Um, and I saw these free people jeans, and they were like baggy and kind of like boyfriend fit. Mm-hmm. And I tried to look up a comp, I could not find anything. And then I was like discouraged, like, is this even on trend? Is this right? So I actually left them there. And then I came back the next time they were still there, which maybe that was a bad sign. <laughs> no, 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 they no. were still there. And then I kind of thought about it again. And I'm like, I'm seeing stuff like this sell. Like this style is current. I yeah. just cannot find it on Poshmark. And I like took the chance and got them. Um, and yeah, I think that was a situation where it was like sometimes you're ahead, like you always, your gut. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sometimes you want to be ahead of like you know. Hopefully, you're getting the item when it first gets marked down before it gets oversaturated on Poshmark. So yeah, like be I gotta find the balance. And like, yeah. You know, if you're able to feel comfortable with your cost of goods, and you're looking for like a similar item from that brand, how those have performed in the past, you know, kind of sometimes you can't find that exact item. And sometimes that's a good sign. That means there aren't very many, which means you might actually be able to set the price. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Our
1: next tip is to hang on to your receipt um, because at stores like this, there's usually a like 30 day return policy. So, If you are really risk adverse like us, you could um, leave the tags on your items and just like hide the Marshalls or TJ Maxx tag when you're taking the pictures so the item looks nice and clean. And then when the item sells, just removing that tag. Or if you're having buyer's remorse two weeks later and there's no likes and there's no traction to your item, you could potentially um, bring it back uh, and return it. So yeah. that makes it a little bit lower risk. I think you mentioned that your Goodwill has returns. I know mine, I read the receipt. It does not. So it kind of depends on the Goodwill situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is
0: definitely a perk. Um, A tip taking that a step further, which we haven't done this, but we did talk about it the other day, but... Um, I know. You know you want to do the right thing here, so don't do anything s- shady. But you can buy a retagging gun on Amazon, I think for like seven dollars. Um, I want to not recommend like wearing the item and like trying to return something that's not that you sure. know that's now in used condition. I don't think that's like ethical, but. I think if you wanted to take a picture without the tags on of your, I mean without like the Marshall's tag on of your item but save yeah, it and then retag hundred, it. Yeah. So like if, if the
1: tag, tag was in
0: a really hard spot to take a picture of. Yeah, that might be it. some flexibility so you would be able to retag it. Yeah. If you needed to return it. But that gets borderline people do the right thing. Don't don't be returning stuff you've worn to stores. That's, you know, not cool, <laughs> but Definitely. As a tool for your reselling business to take the best photos, you could get a retagging gun on Amazon. <laughs> True. Our next tip is checking for flaws. A lot of times these items that make their way to TJ Maxx or Marshalls, not all of them, you can find that stuff there that is in perfect condition, but sometimes the reason why the item makes it there is because it does have a flaw. Yes. I know when we were both shopping at our Marshalls and tj maxx like we would find like oh this is a cute pair of jeans and then it's like giant rip down the back or you know and not yeah like, not like distressing like intentional like no some type of like it got shredded, like someone opened a box
1: <laughs> wrong and yeah. those jeans are on top
0: yeah and they're like we'll send them to tj maxx for like five bucks yeah um so you do need to check for flaws and especially if you go to last chance like i would say I would almost say like the majority of the stuff there has some type of flaw. So you really have to be mindful of that and keep an eye out for like the items that don't have flaws because those would be the ones that I would want to (laughs) source. For sure.
1: Yeah, we're definitely looking for the no flaw
0: items. Yeah. Yeah. I think like you can list things on Poshmark that have flaws, but then you have to make the price reflect that. You have to disclose it in your pictures and then you end up taking more time taking the pictures and it's just kind of... I, I would, we, I think we both would rather just not have to deal with the flaw side of things. Exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. We definitely like found ourselves like picking up a bunch of items, putting them in our cart and then ending up putting them back on the yes. rack because it was like, this is not worth the hassle.
0: Yeah. So I think
1: definitely only- check for flaws.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So our final tip for sourcing retail arbitrage is trying to be ahead of the seasons the best you can. I think sometimes um, like when you're shopping at TJ Maxx Marshall's or even like a clearance section, a lot of times they're marking down like the stuff that's just about to go out of season. And if you find the right price, you find a low cost of goods and you think it's a good enough style that you'd be willing to pick it up now and hang on to it. I, I wouldn't necessarily say that's wrong or bad, but I think in general for a quick flip, you want to be ahead of the season. So like right now, both of us are really looking for like jeans and sweaters. I know I keep saying again and again, but <laughs> the time is now. Jeans and sweaters are what's like making us both um, the best profit. Yeah. And those are both things that you can find at retail arbitrage for a really good price still um, for cost of goods. And then you can get a really good return on them. So. Just something to think about. I think, like, the first time I went to TJ Maxx, I'm like, oh, my God. All these, like, linen maxi dresses are so cute. They are so, like, beachy and,
1: um,
0: like, vacation-y. I'm like, oh, yes, it's August. Yes, in Phoenix, where I live, it's still really hot. But people typically still dress to the season Um, overall, I think, in most places. like you, Yeah. People are gearing up for fall. They have the pumpkin spice latte on the brain. They're... They're getting they're their plaid out. Yeah, they're gonna go on a hay ride, maybe <laughs> some distance. So, um, you want to be having stuff available on your Poshmark that is like desirable for like what's hot right now, what's what's current for the customer. Exactly.
1: So next, we'll be going over the pros and cons of retail arbitrage. So we'll start out with the pros. I think the main pro of retail arbitrage is getting items that are new with Tay. Um, I definitely think it elevates your overall closet. It yes. makes you look a little bit more like credible and you can get a better um, return on these items. when they I
0: remember, When we first got back from our first time sourcing, we told Abercrombie at TJ Maxx, and we listed the items. And you were like, you texted me, and you're like, I just feel so cool with all our new with tags items listed. Yes, (laughs) we're like elevates things. You can find stock photos usually easier, (laughs) like because these items are newer. Like I'm tracking down this Anthropology sweater from 2003. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) No, you don't have to deal with any of that when you have the new with tags items. It's just. Gives it, elevates everything for your closet. It just makes it like they know it's going to be in good condition. Definitely. Our next pro for retail arbitrage is that you can find really good brands that have the higher price points for reselling. A lot of the stuff that ends up at TJ Maxx and Marshalls and Nordstrom is from uh, higher-end department stores that trickle yes. their way down to these, these um, resale stores. And, you know, sometimes it is all about, you know, we always, like, say it's all about um, – we're looking for cute styles that match our closet, but those good brands, they do have the searchability on their side. So you got to take it into account. (laughs) Definitely.
1: Another pro is these items could be a newer season or style than the items you're able to find at the thrift store. (laughs) So if you just think about like the life cycle of an item at a thrift store, it could have been like Purchased and then with someone for a few years before they ended up donating it. Whereas yes. um, these items at TJ Maxx or Marshalls, they're either like current styles or at, at max, like one year old. So um, that does help elevate your closet as well. Just getting some newer styles that are on trend that people are searching for as well. Yeah, Not that then- you can find it at... Thrift store, but it's a little bit hard as we know.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like when you find a pair of Madewell jeans at the thrift store versus if you find a pair of Madewell jeans at TJ Maxx, like you can feel pretty confident that the ones at TJ Maxx are going to be like a more current cut and fit. Where sometimes at Goodwill, you might want to like check out the style, see how that specific style is reselling a little bit more, and you know, check for like signs of wear and tear. And you you just don't have to deal with a lot of that. at a store like TJ Maxx. Definitely. Our next tip we mentioned earlier, but you do have the ability to return for a, usually a set amount of time, like 14 days or 30 days, um, at a store like TJ Maxx or Marshalls. So as long as you just keep the tags on the items from Marshalls or get a tagging gun and reattach them, um, you can return them. So you can list them for like 30 days. If it's not working out, you could back out. <laughs> exactly. The it really lowers your risk. Which exactly. We like. <laughs> yes, definitely. So far, I will say, have we have you returned anything from that you sourced? I,
1: I have not. You had just mentioned like a linen dress, and it <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> it made me think of one of the items that I'm like really on the fence about. <laughs> um, that is the only one I'm like considering because it is like
0: a little more, more of a
1: traditional summery item. But everything else has, um, a lot of items have sold or they are getting like consistent likes where I feel like it's, it will sell.
0: Yeah. And I feel like I wouldn't necessarily take this tip as like us being like, you should just buy everything at Marshall's and then yeah. list it for 30 days and bring it all back whatever doesn't sell. I think still overall, we recommend like buy things that you are confident in that you are that you wouldn't need to return. Um, yeah, definitely. Just like, then it gives you a last minute out. out if you like get home and you're like, "Oh, I'm not sure" or even or if you get something home and you're like, "Oh, it does have a little flaw, I'm going to return it." It gives yes. you that that flexibility. Definitely.
1: All right. So, now we'll be talking about the cons of retail arbitrage. So, since a lot of these items are new with tag, they will have the MSRP listed on that tag. Um, which is like the suggested retail price. And if you're just flipping through the racks, you might see one that says like $200 Mm -hmm. and get all excited. And maybe you did find something really good, but definitely something to keep in mind is just because something has a really high MSRP doesn't mean it's current trend, doesn't mean it's selling well on Poshmark. For whatever reason, there's certain brands that like, just like no one is really selling and maybe you could be the one-off person and sell it. But I at least like to see like other, at least similar items um, when I'm checking comps. So just being mindful and um, of that and not getting too like starstruck by the MSRP and thinking, Oh, it says $200 on the tag. I'm going to be able to sell it for a hundred and then, you know,
0: no one buys it. Yeah, maybe you could, but maybe you'd have to wait a while. And I mean, when you think about it overall, it's like, I think Poshmark, yes, there's a large, large variety of stuff listed on there. But I think like even Poshmark itself has like more of a target demographic. So if you're going to list some th- some brands that are like way outside of like who the who 90% of the customer base of Poshmark yeah. is, it might be a rough for you. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> It might. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, yeah, we always make sure like we, when we're checking comps, we're not just checking like how much is sold for originally. Cause that's not always yeah. an indicator of how it's going to sell on Poshmark.
1: Definitely. Thank you for summarizing what I was trying to say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you always do that for me. <laughs> I'm like trailing off and you're like tied up. So the first con that we have for retail arbitrage is that the price tag, it can be more expensive than thrifting overall. Um, a lot of times it is worth it to pay up a little bit for some of the items since they are going to be new with tags, but overall with your budget, within your Poshmark business, you could definitely end more on the high bark If you're constantly sourcing at a store like Marshall's or TJ Maxx,
1: for sure. Another con is we've said it like four times, but the item could <laughs> have flaws guys. You really got to check. Um, so you can't just trust that just, even if it has, it's new with tags, it's still going to have flaws. So just really mindful of that. And if you do buy something and it has flaws and you're past the 30 day return policy or whatever, that you are disclosing those flaws in the listing, we really don't want to get like bad reviews from people, um, and be selling items. Not truthfully.
0: Yes. Okay, and then our last con for shopping retail arbitrage is that I think the big pro for a lot of resellers is, you know, you feel like you're really making an impact when it comes to, like, sustainability and finding, like, secondhand clothing, a new home. When you are shopping retail arbitrage, yes, you are, you know, getting items at a really good cost, but you are still buying them from, like, a retail store um new so you are still kind of contributing to that side of things so if sustainability is really important to you and that's like why you're really in Poshmark and you you're you're all about thrifting just something to keep in mind uh I don't know I feel like every time I go to Goodwill it's like there's so many clothes that are just like these are literally clothes that people gave away and every time we go to a Goodwill there's just so much clothing that you can find secondhand that I think Drifting just always be my top spot for, <laughs> for, for sourcing. Because I don't know. I was telling Maddie today, like, I sold this Free People top. Should I talk about this? Or is this yes. really relevant? It's, it's, it's like
1: weird, but yeah. <laughs> it's weird, but
0: okay. Like, <laughs> okay. So I have this Free People top that I found at Goodwill, and it is like an orange shirt with like purple flowers on it, very tropical print. Yes. And someone bought it last night, overnight. So I was shipping it out this morning, and I'm like, oh my God. I, the person who bought it lives in Honolulu. Like I'm shipping off this like tropical print shirt that I dug out of like this rack at Goodwill in Arizona. And now it's going to go like live. The shirt is going to go live its best life in Hawaii. It's going to get so much wear. Someone's going to love it. Um, and yes, like you are still finding clothes at at TJ Maxx that it's like, you know, these have gotten marked down. They're not even with the original retailer anymore. I honestly don't know what they do with the clothes that don't sell at TJ yeah. Maxx. It might just be they end up at Goodwill too. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. We I think both of us have a little soft spot in our heart for finding the, finding the used clothing a good home. For sure. <laughs> Definitely.
1: All right. So next we are going to... Talk about our best flip from retail arbitrage. Yes.
0: So my best flip so far, um, like I said, I did source at last chance, which I did love. (laughs) Even though it was (laughs) disorganized. Um, When I was there, I found, oh, I should, I don't think I mentioned this, Um, but the last chance that I shop at here in Arizona, it's, like, in a basement. Of a oh, wall. yeah. <laughs> so we can't follow our tip of checking comps because literally in the last chance in Arizona here, there's no service. It's in, like, a cement basement. No, Like, no bars. Like, you can't even squeak a text message out. Like, nothing's coming through. Um, so when you're down there, I, I found a few pairs of Madewell jeans that I was confident in, and then I found two pairs of Good American jeans, which are the denim line. I think it's at Nordstrom, Um, but it's like Khloe Kardashian's jeans. They're really popular. And like I said, me and Maddie, we are not brand experts. We're still learning, but I knew Good American from Keeping Up with the Kardashians. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, okay, I remember, I think these sell for a good price point. I'm just going to risk it. It's final sale at Last Chance. So... I'm like, you can't return them, so stressed. Like, but they were only like $12 each. So I was like, okay, I think I can at least sell them for $12 to get my money back. Worst comes to <laughs> worst. Like Chloe Kardashian's name is on them. Like I can sell them. Yeah. Um, so I ended up buying two pairs of good American jeans. And uh, my best flip is I I bought it for, I think it was $13 with the tax and I sold the first pair for $50. And then last night, I actually sold the second pair of them, I think, for $45. So Whoa. Ooh, they're both gone. If I find more, I might pick them up again.
1: <laughs> Do it. That's amazing.
0: Yes. What about you? What's your best flip?
1: So I have two that I think I kind of tied. Um, I had two free people dresses that I bought um, for $10 each from... Marshalls, i want to say one yeah. was like long sleeve one was short sleeve and one of them sold on poshmark really quickly for forty dollars so i was really excited about that and then one of them sold on mercari for forty five dollars but with the like shipping piece so i think it, they're kind of the same um
0: ending amount but yeah, yeah that's my two oh my god guys breaking news As Maddie was talking, I just quick opened my Poshmark (laughs) and a Nua Tags anthropology midi dress that I bought at TJ Maxx, someone just sent an offer for $68 and I'm about to accept it. So I have a new best flip.
1: (laughs) We're just so up to date with you guys.
0: So up to date with you guys live. (laughs) The payment hasn't even processed yet. (laughs) That's amazing. That's hilarious. Sorry. I just had to mention because it's relevant. Obviously, <laughs>
1: Obviously. So relevant.
0: Um, awesome. So the next thing we wanted to talk about is the brands that we're really looking for when we source retail arbitrage. Like I said, we're still learning about brands. So um, we're still learning new ones every day, but I think there's a few that when we do find for a good price at like TJ Maxx, we're like excited. <laughs> yes.
1: So some of the brands we are looking for are Madewell. um, If we're able to find like a high-waisted Madewell jean, new with tags for a very inexpensive price, we're definitely going to pick that up. Um, Free people, specifically dresses. I've had really good luck. I have a lot of um, dresses from TJ Maxx um, that are free people and
0: actually kind of more of like a fall wintry style. So yeah. i excited about that. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, I feel like free people makes a lot of like cute long sleeve dresses that would definitely still work for fall, fall and winter. For
1: sure. Like with the jean jacket or something.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, anthropology, you want to be on the lookout for, as I just made that flip. <laughs> Live on the air. <laughs> <laughs> Very um, hot item. <laughs> yes. I think. Yeah. It's, just keeping an eye out for like the current styles of things and especially like Maddie just mentioned, like the seasonality. Um, but anthropology is a good brand still. We look out for it. And then I've also had luck flipping J. Crew jeans. Yes. Um I found like two different pairs of like I think like straight leg high waist J. Crew jeans, um, in a couple of different washes. But I think for 99% of our sourcing, just so we're transparent with everyone, like we usually go straight to the clearance section of TJ Maxx where they're yeah. running the sale with the markdowns. But I will say I did check the full price. You know, I'm always looking for good jeans to sell. So <laughs> I went through the pants at the TJ Maxx I was at, and I found two pairs of these J Crew jeans that were only five ninety nine. So definitely That's don't nice. knock the full price still. Yeah. Just, still can get a good deal at TJ Maxx. Awesome. So that wraps up our tips and tricks that we have learned sourcing retail arbitrage. Definitely let us know if you have had any luck sourcing using this method, Uh, any tips or tricks that we might have missed or haven't learned yet. We'd love to hear from you at our email, sistersuposh at gmail.com.
1: Alrighty, We're going to close out today's episode like we do every episode with our goals update. Goals update. <laughs> goals update. <laughs> so, so we're about halfway through August and we each have two goals. Taylor, can you remind us what your goals are and how it's going?
0: Yes. So my first goal is my sales goal. This month, I'm trying to make $1,500. Woohoo! As we stand today, I am at $833. So pretty good. I'm happy with it. But when you break it down, we are on August 19th. So I am falling a little behind with being on track to hit it. But like I mentioned to Maddie, I'm feeling confident. That my Poshmark closet is going to have some new life with my 48 new items I just took pictures of. <laughs> so <laughs> so I'm hoping that that will push me that extra. I think I'm like $150 that I'm trending short. So hopefully that'll work out. Yeah. Um, How much did I, you make um, last month? I think 13? 11. No okay no 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 <laughs> <laughs> i made 1160 or 68 oh, and or something cents. oh yeah yeah, yeah. and no, no, no. 75 cents so don't forget about that well,
1: you are <laughs> expecting then to get i'll be i
0: should beat july beat so that's july, good oh so yeah but i really want to hit 15. i know
1: <laughs> i think I you know. will
0: i mean last month when we recorded Midway through the month, we were it was not a little good. Shocked. Yeah. <laughs> and we both kicked in a pretty good last 10 days. So I'm hoping that happens again. Yes. And that kind of takes me into my second goal, which is sharing my closet three times a day, every day. I'm sad and humbled to report to the Sisters Who Posh listeners. Is humbled the right word? I don't know. I just like saying humbled. But I have used... Two whammies, <laughs> and I know. Really two and a half whammies. So you have one whammy remaining. I only have half whammy remaining. If we're being, technical. what does that even mean?
1: <laughs> well, you only of,
0: share like once in the day. One of the days yeah, I have. okay. You guys are gonna hate me. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> um last weekend. Yeah, on Friday I think I sh- I technically shared three times, but I shared them all like after eight p.m. So I don't know if that counts. <laughs> and then Saturday I literally didn't share at all. And then Sunday, that's the day that's the half whammy because I only shared twice. Gotcha. Two thirds. So we twa- have a lot whammy. of questionable
1: numbers. If you want to. Yeah. Write us an email. Tell us how many whammies you think Taylor
0: should have. How many whammies do I have left? (laughs) We're confused. How many days are left in August? How am I going to get through? Oh, man. I know. I feel like it's karma because I was being kind of hard on Macy when she was over last week about getting your shares in. And then I fumbled. (laughs) It's hard. I mean, if you don't get the one share in,
1: like, before you go to work in the morning, yeah. The day just clips like I had it the other day where I didn't share it in the morning. And then I was like, all morning, I was like thinking to myself like, oh, like when I take a lunch break, I'll just share my closet then as the first time and then like five o'clock and then do like eight o'clock and it'll all be fine.
0: These are the same things I've said to myself.
1: All of a sudden it's (laughs) 4.30 and I haven't shared it in my closet at all. And it's just yes. so I totally get how that can happen. It's definitely it gets away from you, and it it is yeah.
0: all about the morning share. So yes. maybe that will be my kind of regal goal. Is like I if for the next how many days are left in August? Twelve. Yeah. Or is it only eleven? Because tomorrow's don't, I don't know. tomorrow's I just the twentieth. Yeah. I think it's eleven. Um. So if i could at least get the morning share in those days then i think I, then that's what sets the tone that's yes learning. i agree because then it's like even if you didn't share during the work day you could share after work and then one more time before you go to bed and still be compliant with I, the whammy with the law of whammy i think that's going to be like a <laughs> goal of mine as well because yeah i've been struggling with that too i know and then, yeah it's the same thing where like Once it's like 3 or 4 p.m., and if you're sharing for the first time, you're just down on your luck. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. But in any case, I've been doing better since Sunday. I've been sharing three times a day again. So let's pick back up and hopefully I can end August strong, make both of my goals. And yeah, let us know about the whammies. Where am I at? I don't know. (laughs) I think I might be out. What are your
1: goals, Maddie? So, my goals for August are $600 in gross sales and getting my days to ship down below (laughs) 2.0 to be a fast shipper status. So, my sales right now are at $448. I think I'm definitely on track to get to 600. I'm just like a little disappointed though because the beginning of the month was like we were hot, well, but yeah,
0: some numbers and you're trending to end at 731 right now, so you're gonna right. end you're gonna end strong.
1: Yeah, I think I'll definitely make it. Um, to be completely transparent, guys, I did get an offer for a three-item bundle this morning, Ooh. and. Then I got a little bit greedy and countered and I haven't heard back. So that would have really like.
0: That would have boosted you. fives.
1: Yeah. Bumped up the sales. Um, So. Heartbreaker. heartbreaker. (laughs) But she'll be back. She'll be back. Yeah. I think she'll be
0: back. Yeah. Um, We all do that where like you get an offer and you're like, oh, I can get a few bucks more. I'm going to counter. And then when they don't respond, you're just like. Why
1: did I do this to myself? <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> so
1: I'm feeling like that right now. But overall, I think the sales are going really well. Um, for yeah, you're doing
0: really great. August.
1: My second goal of getting the days to ship down. So I started the month out at 2.2 days, mm-hmm. meaning that like from when the offer was accepted to when the first like shipping scan by the post office person. Happened was two point two days, so I was trying to get that down, but it is an average, so it definitely takes some time to like yeah triple away at. Trip away at. I did check right before we started recording, and now it's at two point one. So it is Whoa, baby baby. <laughs> it is moving, but just the needle is small.
0: moved.
1: <laughs> the detective moves. <laughs> I
0: drive <laughs> oh my god so so, that's amazing
1: i'm feeling really glad, like good about that because i have been really intentional about like shipping them out really quickly and like getting the packages together um so i'm, I'm really happy that i'm seeing some movement on that you must have had out, like i mean
0: the last like 10 things you've shipped out you've shipped out like same day so Very you're, quickly. you're doing what you can <laughs> exactly exactly all right. Well, that wraps up our goals update. We will keep you guys updated for August on where we end the month, how many whammies are remaining, how the shipping times have just Fallen. chiseled their way down. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we do have some exciting episodes in our pipeline for the next few weeks. In the future weeks, we'll be talking about da, 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 Maddie. We'll be talking about.
1: Work-life balance, ooh, important. Important. <laughs> we need that. <laughs> we'll be talking about expense tracking and budgeting. We'll be talking about my secret, secret method. We thought we forgot about
0: that. Uh-uh. <laughs> Coming your way soon, Maddie's secret, secret method. <laughs>
1: and also posh fest we'll be t- recapping our experience maybe even doing a before posh fest
0: pre posh pre-posh fest yes we're excited if you didn't hear it in our voices earlier we can't <laughs> wait to tell you guys all the ins and outs of what goes down all right you guys thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of sisters who posh If you liked today's episode, please feel free to check out
1: some of our other episodes. We are talking about a ton of different topics, all related to Poshmark. Also, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. That helps other podcast listeners find us. Yes,
0: find our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we will talk to you guys next week. Thank you guys so much for listening. All right. Love you, Tay. Love you, too. Bye. Bye.